in good company. Honest and transparent conversations between two good mates on an entrepreneurial journey together. Join Lisa Cordoff and myself, Carly Nimmo, while we explore what it means to create, grow and keep good company. Life and business is better when you're keeping good company. There was something that I used to say about myself, that my name was Lisa Chaos Cordoff, and that was no joke. (laughs) I'd be like, don't worry, it's just because I'm Lisa Chaos Cordoff, and Then I realized I was reinforcing and ultimately choosing chaos for my life. And I remember back in, it was probably 2015, and we had a we have a mutual friend, and I she's done a lot of work in NLP and you know all of that sort of stuff. And I felt her pulling away from me. I felt I felt something happening there and I realized um, it was to do with me and my repeating stories about overwhelm I, it was all I could talk about ever was how busy I was how stressed out I was how overwhelmed I was and you know that I was never on top of anything that everything would always sort of crash and burn around me like And I just realized how boring that must have been (laughs) to listen to and that I really needed to take some responsibility for that being my status quo. And this goes back a really long time. Like I was the person in my family. I've got kind of a bit of an anal family. Mum's a cleaner. Loves it. My dad's a cleaner. Oh, loves it. She just... So weird. We'd always kind of know when mum was a bit grumpy as well because she'd just start vacuuming at like 7.30 on a Saturday. Um, But she also did love it. But I was the person with the messy room. I was the person with just clothes all over the floor, driving everyone crazy because I never put things away. I was always just on to the next thing. I was just – and I thought – so my my language to myself – all my whole life has been I don't mind clutter. I can live amongst it. I don't I don't even see it. I truly believed I didn't notice and it wasn't impacting my life. And so that messiness, that kind of that that just constant clutter, it just it like then I had kids and I just it just expanded you know, to be the mum who would forget it was book week and so had the kid who didn't rock up in the outfit uh, to, you know, all sorts of things, leaving things till the last minute, like administration, organisation things. Like it was it was, it was, was impacting my children. And, uh, and they were part oh, of the story liked- too though, right? Like you, I remember just... Um, there was this story for you about how you couldn't do the things because you had the kids and they were kind of like a hindrance to your success. Well, because when I was with the kids, I was with the kids. So I would be working outside of the kids, Uh, worked at nighttime, worked before they got up, worked in their nap time. I mean, it's pretty impossible working with three toddlers and two toddlers and a baby around. Um, and I only ever had two days of daycare 
a week. So my kids did family daycare and uh, two dates was where it was at. And that was a huge part of the shift for me. So when I realized that you know, it was when it was about the time that I read You Can Heal Your Life for the first time. And I realized that I could choose to let go of the chaos. I could actually choose that. I had no idea what that meant, what it would look like, but I realized I had to do something about it and letting go seemed to be a lovely idea. And But I resisted the whole time. I just resisted it. I kept the status quo. I kept doing things the same way and expecting a different result. And when, you know, my business was chaos from the actual start because I started before I was ready. I started before I had any systems, before I had any support. I started before I knew what I was trying to say. I just, it was just like a mess. I remember I worked with an amazing woman who helped me she was like do you need some help and I was like yeah I need some help and she was she's a highly creative uh really amazing asset to my business when we were building but wasn't a hugely systems focused person and and neither was I and at that stage even if she tried I would have resisted because I just wasn't there in my mind but I remember when I realized I needed an extra day a week to work I wasn't getting everything done. Why oh, yes, was I, I continuing to expand? <laughs> oh, my God. So I was like, right, okay, so I think I need to have an extra day, which would mean my girls do three days of care. Hmm. Felt a bit uncomfortable. Resisted yeah, it, it. <laughs> for about almost a year maybe, six months at least, when I was just like, this is not the mum I wanted to be. I, I want to be with my kids. Like I didn't I didn't want to tip the balance of them being away from me longer than they were with me during the week. So I held on. I just held on to just try and be something that I wasn't anymore. I wasn't someone selling Thermomixes and <laughs> updating a Facebook page. I had a business to run and I couldn't do it and I was stressed out and I was letting everybody down, including myself. And I was in this repeating cycle of talk about overwhelm and chaos. And so I, I did the three days a week and then at the end of last year, I hired someone who is very systems focused, but this is after I'd hired someone who was very systems focused about a year before that. I hired Nikki, who is amazing at what she does, would have been a brilliant asset for my business if I had only embraced what she was trying to do with me, like create a Google calendar and me actually use it like she was she's amazing you know, I worked with Nikki too if you want to check her out her name's Nikki Lane she's incredible incredible chick she's Re- very yeah. very good at what she does she's yeah. an organized systems focused person but she's also beautifully spiritual as well um so and I must have driven her actually crazy because yeah, she had done all this work <laughs> to set me up and I'm like I just where's the uh, I don't know, I like, I just didn't update anything. I was just, uh, and, and this was the thing, I was kept on telling myself I didn't have time for that stuff. I was too busy. I was, it was still too chaotic to even embrace the systems that would help me get out of that. And I actually can't believe 
how long I resisted it for, but it was because I had this belief I wasn't a person who did that, who could stick to it. It was a belief. And there was also a belief that the business wouldn't work if it was organised. If I was someone who was not in chaos, then how would I appeal to my community of women in very similar situations to me who felt this pain? Like, well, what if that went away? Then I wouldn't genuinely be able to, oh, my God. And you hadn't known success outside of the chaos either. Like your success had come from the chaos. So then who are you without the chaos? Who am I to not to write emails weeks in advance? Like, no, it all has to come from inside me in the moment. You know, it kept things chaotic, my belief about what success, what had created this success for me. I mean, that's a whole nother podcast episode. <laughs> um, I'll add but, it to the Google Drive, shall I? <laughs> to the Google Drive. Um, and so I guess I just wanted to say, um, you know, the backstory of Lisa being Lisa Chaos Caught Off. Um, so I want to ask you a question, right? Yeah. How do you see me when it Slightly comes to ain't. chaos? No, I don't see you very chaotic. I see you very, very organised. Like I see you, but we've talked about this. You know, I don't suffer from anxiety. I can see, I can see, and you know, people who who are who are dealing with anxiety need structure. They need things to be simple, not last minute. Like I just, I kind of, I guess maybe it's because of the journalism background, the weekly TV show, the constant adrenaline rush that that was. I thought that's what work was. So I fed it right into this business. Um, and I can, I can cope with it. It doesn't mean I should be doing it because um, my poor adrenals have had a bit of a workout over the years. But it was when I did a podcast interview with Alison Davies beautiful Ali, super smart woman who understands brains very, very well. And I actually did that interview with Nick, who who does deal with anxiety. It was and a great interview. She was, it was a great interview, wasn't it? Mm. Like I just get people contacting me about that all the time. And it was because what she said was that even although I think I'm not seeing the clutter and the mess and I think it's not affecting me, my brain is taking it all in. It's just working overdrive to filter it and give me the information that I really do need. That helped the penny drop so much for me. No one had explained it in that way before. So I decided to do you know, what our friend um, Nikki Smith does, mini experiments. And I thought, well, I wonder what life would be like then if I just took a curious walk down declutter and like reduce the chaos lane like what happened what would happen if I walked down that how might things change for me because we're self-interested beings right I'm not going to do things unless I see that there's going to be a direct and positive result so I thought I'm just going to experiment I went after that podcast interview I went into my kitchen sorry just want to add to that sometimes we don't do things until the pain becomes unbearable too like it, com- it comes from a real place of pain or ne- yeah, Correct. needing to fix something. If we, yeah, it's ha- and I think that's why the approach of mini experiments works, right? Because you don't have to be right in the pain to still do something about it. You can just 
give it a go. But I had started to realise, I had connected the dots that the thing that was really holding me back from the next level in my business was systems. It was being organised. It was planning ahead. It was batching. It was doing all the things that I know I should have been doing, but just because I was stuck in that headspace, it couldn't happen. So, because in 2015, life just went like it exploded in my face, basically, this business. I had no idea what was coming. And then 2016, I decided if I wanted to keep the business, I was going to have to work out how to do this and my family because I wasn't going to sacrifice. I wasn't going to keep going if it was going to destroy my marriage, um, make me a grumpy mum all the time. I had to find a way for it to work. So I sort of pulled the pedal back a bit in 2016. I didn't get any coaching. I didn't join a mastermind. I was just like... I needed to find my groove with it. I needed to find out how to do life as a business owner and a mum because definitely didn't want to fuck up the mum and wife side. So um, I'm really glad for that. And it that, that was really the start of, I think, Nick and I working out where our point is, where our max point is, because everything turned to shit when I got stressed. So let's just try and work out how to not make that happen. Uh, What should our weekends look like? How many activities are enough for our family during the week? What sets me over the, like tips me over the edge? How can I do meals easier? How can I take the stress off our weekly budget so I don't feel like I have to be um, making money to make ends meet. How and that was so important to take the pedal off in pretty over pretty much a whole year, so that I could get the systems in place for the family, but the business was still. And that was when I decided to do the extra day. I was like, look, I got to I got to own this. It's not all happening for me. I'm going to have to change my belief about what makes a good mum. A good mum can run a business, and a good mum can put her kids in. Um, the family daycare for three days a week. And I so think you had, you, didn't you have like a um, healing with Nikki actually because she was doing oh, yeah. the um, oh. theta healing. And I oh, remember yeah. when you had that and you just were like, you went in this mum kind of wrecked with guilt for mm-hmm. wanting to perhaps put yourself and your business uh, mm-hmm. on the, not on the front, but move it for, you know, forward to your level mm-hmm. of priorities and then after having after having that healing, you were like a a different version of you. She helped me see the potential, and that was extraordinary because i I feel like this whole journey has been about up leveling my expectations for myself again and again and again. Because really, I started this business, I wanted to be able to pay for the daycare and I wanted to pay for a cleaner. And I thought if I can be bringing in enough money to cover that, then that would be so good. And, you know, I would really like to be able to um, have a little bit extra to buy the kids nice clothes or like just not have it be a struggle when there's big payments to come in. You know, I wanted to contribute Contribute. to our household income. Yeah. But I never had expectations that. I mean, it was funny because back in the day I thought, wow, imagine that this actually grew to something that could move us back to Melbourne. You know, how amazing. But, you know, give me 10 years, maybe once the kids are in, 
you know, high school or, you know, they've all got to be in primary school at least for me to be able to really create something, have the time to be able to really go for it. Um, and, you know, that's three years later, here we are in Melbourne, you know, on the back of the business. But um, And you've arrived and, at your destination, you know, so now your life is perfect. <laughs> But this is it. Like, yeah, my life is so perfect. I'm just like, just happy all the time. <laughs> Nothing phases me. It's just like, wow, now I, now I know what I was working towards. No, it's not that at all. It's more like, well, now if that's possible, well, what, what else? else is? But during that time, it's also, you know, you really do get quite clear on what is holding you back, on where you keep tripping up. And for me, 100%, it's systems. And organization and so you know having Mel come into the business has been extraordinary and I have been a pain in her ass for a long time but I have really tried and I think the thing is is that it's like that thing you know when you choose to be someone who is well I mean I felt like I it took me a very long time to move from blogger to business person and now it's like blogger to business person to CEO you know, and it's all this crazy, crazy mindset shifts, but it takes time. I can decide to be that, but it doesn't mean that my habits change overnight. I still am the person the who person. Yeah. lived in chaos. I still am. I still have that history. I don't have a background like you of making well, my bed every day. Actually, I... When I asked you before, what, who do you think that I am? Because I am not, I am not a systems person. I am not consistent. You think I am because I have systems, but I am the teenage girl who had a disgusting bedroom. I lived in chaos. I had no systems. I had no procedures. I just lived life like in chaos. And I, when I was a rep, oh my God, like I was a shit, shit show, no organization. I would pick up, I had a boot full of cameras with no like paperwork. I wouldn't fill in the paperwork. Like I was just allergic to all that stuff. And then, and then I started working in radio and I worked for a tyrant and the systems became a necessity to protect myself from his wrath. And then I started my own business and because I had had to have these systems to protect myself from an attack from this guy, uh, I, I then became kind of systems focused in my work and then the anxiety when I was diagnosed with depression and anxiety, the anxiety meant that I had to clean up my house. You know, it wasn't until 2009, 2010 that I, I wasn't living in total squalor. So... I am still that same person. I'm still that messy girl. The reason I've made my bed for almost the last two years is because I had this story going around that I couldn't be consistent at anything and I wanted to make a promise to myself that I would see something through for me. And so I started making my bed every day and I've done it now for two years coming up to New Year's this year. But And that has shown me that I am a consistent person. Yes. Oh, my gosh. It is, it is in the decision it is in the decision. It is in the decision. And then I've done the exact same thing about when we, we just moved into a house a few weeks ago 
And I thought I I am not going to have that spot there that is just begging for my clothes to be late, like just dumped there every night. It's not going to be the place where I dump clothes. I'm going to be a person who puts her clothes away, who does not have build up, build up, build up of crap lying in her sacred space. You know, because authentic you, authentic you is not actually Lisa Chaos Cordoff. That's not who you are. It was a behavior that you had. Yes, it was. I was not the chaos. I... I had accepted the chaos as my status quo. And at any point, just like you, we can make a decision to be something else and to do it a different way. And, I, you know, I see it in the small steps world as well. You know, we have such resistance to there's so many reasons why we can't eat well. That, I mean, there's just so many reasons. And until we make a decision that we are someone who, and there's layers and layers and layers to, you know, our food stories wall, but until we really make a decision that that's who we are, that's what we're going to be, only then will our actions change. And then, and it's this thought that we're like, I always had a thought I was a starter, not a finisher. Because b- before I started, before I did the 21 day Whole Foods challenge, which was the first proper thing I really did, and then launched Small Steps to Whole Foods, which was the first thing I was paid for in my business, I had thought of a bajillion ideas. I mean, Nick and I were going to do Betty and Max boxes. We were going to be delivering things to people so they could make their own banana breads and bliss balls and whatever. I thought of that idea. I thought about ebooks, gefrickin' law. I thought about all these ideas. And then I just started to convince myself that I was someone who was never going to finish anything. You know, my career had been lackluster after really nailing it in academia. Oh, I just did kind of random jobs. I was kind of like this, the school captain who never was. Kind of thing. I wasn't even the school captain. <laughs> <laughs> well, well I, but that was a story that I had about myself. And it was only when, you know, I really believe in accountability. Um, as soon as someone had signed up to, and I said I was promised them that I was going to deliver them 21 days, I just did it. And that changed everything for me. And, you know, now I think um, I really love having Mel in my business. She is really extraordinary for the business and for me personally. So I feel like I'm accountable to her and I, I'm accountable to this big dream that I see for myself. And even this- bigger than that, you're accountable to yourself. You know, I've re- I've realized I can make the difference myself just because it makes me feel better. That's what Ali like when I tested out Ali's little theory. Oh my gosh, I got rid of everything in my kitchen that I could see that wasn't in a cupboard or had a place. Like there was stuff on top of the cupboards that was just cluttering the view. It felt extraordinary. I started going through my drawers. I started culling back toys. I started doing it all. And this is something, I mean, we've been on a path for a while of this because Nick hates clutter. So it would always love a good declutter. And I, I you know, watched Minimalism. That Have you seen that on mm, Netflix? Yeah. So good. It's like the path I'm going down. And But I had to be ready. I had to be ready and I had to be ready to call it in. And I have still got so far to go but I've just realized that I can choose organization 
you know, uh, I'm choosing how we set up this house. I'm choosing the amount of stuff. Uh, I'm choosing in my business when it's time to upgrade and I'm and I'm going to embrace systems and follow through with them, even although I'm the girl who buys a diary every year and never is using it by February, you know. So Lisa Chaos Cordaff be gone. Yeah, because here's the other thing. Like uh, there's always probably there's going to be this part of me that is like the creative side of me thinks that you kind of need a little bit of the the craziness or the adrenaline or whatever to get things flowing and that's that's a belief but that's going to take a while to let go you know there's also just aspects of our personality um that we I'm going to embrace but I'm also just going to make a choice yeah because we get to choose those parts of ourselves too right so so it's a choice for us to stay who knows you might be the most incredible creator when you have loads of space and calm well don't you reckon with business the freedom comes with the system the freedom has not come because i'm chaotic that is that ties me to it and you've really sort of shown me that that you could run a business like killer copy based on systems that are set up proven and other people can come in and you know operate yeah yeah yeah, because I want the space. That's why I work for yes. myself. Yeah. I don't want to. I don't want to be working. I've done the 14, 15 hour, you know, eighty hour entrepreneur week, working harder than everyone else, hustling harder than everyone else, and I felt like shit. So, yeah, it really comes down to choice. We have a choice as to who we want to be. We have a choice as to, um, yeah, as to how we want to live. And you know what. I am doesn't message my beautiful Mel and say I'm running late <laughs> for this meeting that we're having at 12.30 and, and I'm going to call this episode and say I hope that this has helped anyone else who exists in chaos know that through choice and, and also uh, hard work at habit breaking and, y- you know, just deciding to experiment and try new things that it is possible to move through and uh, and live differently. Lisa, on time, caught off. <laughs> I mean, I do actually hate running late. That is the one thing that I, I have never, ever, that has not sat in my um. Okay, definitely never sat in my chaos thing. I am an on-time person. So on that, See you next thanks, time. Carly. Pleasure. See you on the next episode. <laughs> Thanks for sticking around. See you next Monday. Remember to subscribe and keep good company.